April 23rd, 2020. I'm Ron Scharf. I'm Avi Kaufman. And this is Accent Insights. Uh, well, we continue to go through the most unusual spring market either of us has ever witnessed in many, many years in this business. And um, we wanted to give you an update of what we see happening in the market. But we, we also realized that when things were normal, we did say that uh, we would follow up on some properties that we've talked about. And, and there's one that recently closed. And so we, we figured we'd lead with that one. Um, uh, that property, of course, is 47 Winthrop Road, Unit 1. And if you remember, we talked about this uh, from a strategic marketing perspective that this came on in the fall with an original asking price of 1369. And, you know, we talk about how we, we try to take things off in the winter when the market is dead and put it back on fresh in the spring. These people did not. Um, and it sat for a long time. Then it came back in February with a substantial price drop down to a million to Fifty nine, so a $100,000 price drop. And we thought that was pretty meaningful. Avi boldly predicted that it would go under agreement that week. And uh, you were right. Yeah, it's nice to be right. This is the one that had the multiple price drops. They found the right price. And this was a great house. Uh, you know, I thought it had a lot going for it. And it just needed to find the right price at a few of those trade-offs that all homes have. And this one just took a little longer, but it sold for uh, $1,222,500. So that's $146,500 less than the original asking price. You know, that that $110,000 price drop was pretty meaningful uh, in getting the buyers to, to show up and to make an offer. And this is a good example to point to when people say, well, why don't people just make a low offer and then I don't have to drop the price? Well, this is why. If you don't drop the price, People aren't even in striking distance with their little bit low offer, and you'll just sit on the market. Um, the listing agents and the seller did the right thing here, and they ultimately sold it. This is after full exposure to the market. That's right. And I, I think it's funny that you said uh, about you know dropping your price to signal that you're willing to look at a lower price is important. But th there's a flip side of that as well, which is there's a fortune favors the bold element here, because sometimes we get buyers who say, well, look, they just did such a big price drop, but I still think it's high. I don't want to insult them by offering less. I mean, these guys, $37,000 more or less, less than the drop price. So, you know, the buyer here was not afraid to make a lower offer even after that price drop. And lo and behold, uh, it was accepted. Now, moving on to our current situation, as much as we can understand it, we did do a little research. Avi pulled a bunch of statistics comparing this year to last year. And, um, and we found some interesting data. Avi, what are you seeing? Yeah, I think there's a few different elements here. Um, I think something to remember is we're still early in this and a lot of uh, statistics are always backwards looking. So I think the key is let's try and identify some things that are forward looking or at least leading indicators of what's happening. So one uh, is, is showings. Anecdotally, all agents are so like, oh, a few people want to stay home. People don't want to go out. But are there numbers we can actually look at beyond the anecdotes? And the answer is yes. <laughs> So there's a company showing time that does a lot of the scheduling. Some agents use it nationwide, but if we look just at their Massachusetts numbers, we can see that there's there's a, a steep decline that the showings, even this week, they've already started to recover from like the rock bottom of April 1st to April 15th. But even this week, they're about 25% lower than the number of showings at this time last year. That's not surprising, but that's a leading indicator. And we can watch those showings if that starts to catch up to where we normally would be in the year, that would indicate some recovery. Another thing we can look at, of course, is the number of new listings. Um, so we know from the first statistics, showings are down, which means buyers are sitting out. We also know sellers are sitting out a little bit because the number of new listings is lower than this time last year. So in North Brookline, 
in the past, you know, March 24th through April 22nd in 2019, there were 93 new listings. In 2020, 36. So a 61% reduction. But if both the buyers and the sellers are sitting out proportionally, then the market could still be in balance. And so an indicator of that might be the days to offer for properties that do go on the market. And that is actually the case. So even though last year in the same time period, 75 properties accepted an offer, and this year in the same time period, it was 30. That's a huge reduction. But the median days to offer is the same, eight. Right. That's amazing. You know, it, it could indicate, as you say, that the market has remained in balance and, and that would still favor sellers, frankly. The this, this showing data, I, th- I thought, is very interesting because the showings are, are way, way down and these are sort of COVID compliant showings. And as you say, now is sort of the time when everyone is talking about loosing restrictions and, and people are anxious and itching to get out and, and feel like real people again, you know, we really interesting to watch um, that statistic to see if people are, are feeling free to go out and, and look for that home that they've been sitting on the sidelines until now to look for. I mean, if anything, if we had the same level of activity, then theoretically, the showings should actually be higher than at this time last year, because a lot of people went in the hot market, just go to the open houses because you have to. And then, of course, what we're not seeing here is the actual price that things are selling for. Um, that's the most lagging indicator. Um, we can kind of see where an, an uptick in price decreases and perhaps people are even listing their homes a little bit more conservatively. Uh, it's a little harder to measure, uh, especially as a leading indicator. Um, I will point out, you know, you said that people have to do showings because they can't do open houses. There was one listing this week in Brookline that actually said they had an open house. Uh, we didn't go. But when I saw that, my Yuck. head almost flew off my body. You, know, you wonder if anyone came at all. Um, but but really, if that isn't the most irresponsible, it's not like, oh, should I or shouldn't I? Basically, no one's doing it. So do you want to be the one who stands out? And Brookline is being still very cautious with its with its uh, recommendations. So um, interesting way to stand out in a crowd. I don't know that it's a way that we would ever consider doing. But, um, you know, along with your statistics, I guess, we, we, we thought we'd talk about just a few listings that did show up on the market in the last two weeks and go off very quickly. Uh, And then, you know, maybe one or two opportunities. So in the first category, we have uh, one one of two that we wanted to talk about was 132 Amory Street, Unit 2. This is a three-bedroom, two-bathroom in Amory Street, which is a great, great Coolidge Corner, cottage farm um, blended area right near Amory Park. uh, Came on the market on the 15th of, of this month and accepted an offer six days later. Uh, what, what do you think about that, Avi? Yeah, I mean, I think this is uh, kind of what we were talking about uh, in previous episodes where um, this is like a core strike zone sort of Brookline property. I mean, it's three bedrooms, two full bathrooms, in-unit laundry, pretty big, almost 2,000 square feet, listed at 1.325 million. This is going to attract most of the market and as long as it's not overpriced, this would sell, I think, in any environment. I, I think that's right. I mean, it's strike zone, both in terms of location and in terms of price. That million to million five range is a very crowded price range in the market. There's a lot of buyers in Brookline with that kind of money. And if you give them the right product, they're, they're there. And apparently they're still there, at least you know to some extent. And as you say, $675 square foot asking price, which at 2,000 square feet is quite reasonable. I mean, it's a $723 a month condo fee, which is a little bit on the high side, but it'll be interesting to see when this becomes a a lagging indicator, 
what the price bears out to be because any other time, uh, any other situation, we would tell our clients, this is a great unit and it's a great price. And we would expect it to go for much higher. Um, you know, similar situation, I think, over at 36 Vernon Street, different type of property. This is larger. It's a 2,800 square foot, three bedroom, two and a half bath. This was a gut rehab just a few years ago. I think it was 2016 on a beautiful block in Coolidge Corner. Great location right near Stop and Shop, not too far from uh, the high school, close to the Pierce School. 1.799 uh, was the asking price. Came on the market on the 16th received an offer six days later. Now, again, you know, 1.8 for this type of property is pretty reasonable in a regular market. $637 a square foot is a very reasonable price for, for relatively new construction in Coolidge Corner. So I think, you know, these people priced it right. I don't know how many people showed up, but someone did and said, yeah, this is going to work for me. And at least as far as we understand what a reasonable market price is, this is there. So, you know, here again, um, anticipated sale date is not until the end of May. End of May is about six weeks from the offer date. This might have a mortgage given that time frame. Um, things, unfortunately, could still go wrong for people. So we'll keep an eye on these two listings and just kind of see, you know, what we can learn from those. Yeah. And just a, just a note on these last two that we just mentioned, the 36 Vernon Street and the 132 Amory Street, that both sold six days to offer. They both have the, the high-end... 3D virtual tours, which I think is now the standard for selling this environment. If you're going to sell a property, you better have a, a 3D tour. Exactly. Uh, and it's funny. And some of them, some of them also have like video walkthroughs with the, I've seen them with the cell phone cameras and I've seen them with the steady cams. It's very interesting. So I guess we'll, we'll close out with one other property that just came on this week, which we thought was an opportunity. Again, priced interestingly for what it is, 655 Washington Street. This is a townhouse right on Washington Street. I happen to sell a, a townhouse in the house right next door. Um, that part of Washington Street is a little bit busy. This particular house is right next to a commercial medical building. So you have to be up for that. It's right next to a big parking lot. And I, it seems from the listing that they have uh, income from, from several of those parking spaces. Uh, they can be rented from 6 p.m. to 8 a.m. And there are six of them. So two of the six parking spaces can only be rented 6 p.m. to 8 a.m., which means that they're used by the medical office for the rest of the time. But there's income there from parking. It's 2,000 square feet. They're asking a million five. Um, the one I sold next door was, I think, a very similar layout. They're not twins, the houses. But um, what's nice about these is, is it is, again, that smaller house in Brookline that people are always looking for. This one is five bedroom, two and a half bath. So a lot of living happening in a compact space, which a lot of people want. They have yards, uh, these houses. This one seems to have a very lovely kitchen, nice baths. It's nicely updated. Beautiful back, like outside patio. Like it has this sort of um, an urban patio right in the back. It is. It's yeah, they did a lovely job with that. Again, I think the location could be challenging for some because this one has the commercial building next to it with the parking lot, which is really no big deal, but it's just you don't have a house next door to you. Um, the one I sold on the left of this had the firehouse next to it, which was definitely a concern among potential buyers. I will say that the town has it's very quiet because there's a red light that um, stops the traffic when the when the fire trucks come out. They never go in and out with any kind of noise. Uh, it's really not a big deal. And this is a very reasonably priced home. There are, I would say, between 10 and 20 houses like this in Brookline. This size, roughly 2,000 square foot townhouse, 
Um, I think they're lovely. Um, I think they were all built around the same time, maybe by the same architect. I never checked it out. Every time they come up, I love them because it is what a lot of people are looking for. So I think this is worth seeing if it suits you. So just to recap some of the stats, this is 655 Washington Street. It's a half house condo townhouse uh, listed just under 1.5 million, uh, five bedrooms, two full and one half bathroom, including a master bathroom as outdoor um, common space, six parking spot, and it's about 2,061 square feet. Right. And two units, central air conditioning. I think that's all we're going to do for today. Uh, We're going to continue to try and bring you things that we think might be of interest. Uh, As always, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out uh, by telephone or email, and we hope everyone stays well. Our email is info at accentbrookline.com, and our full contact information is in the show notes. Until next time. 